Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Jimmy J. Lee was a recent college graduate in the summer of 2022. Jimmy, who friends and family called Jay, was living his best life. He was performing at a local drag club, which despite being a bit controversial in Mississippi, Jay loved what he was doing and he was confident. He loved being on stage and putting on a show. He loved the attention, the pomp and circumstance of it all. But mostly, he loved his fellow performers, actors, and everyone involved behind the scenes. He loved all of it. Jay was also in a relationship with a young man by the name of Sheldon Timothy Harrington Jr. Sheldon, often went by just Timothy, was also a former Ole Miss college student. But things might not have been going that well between them. In the early morning hours of July 8th, 2022, Jay and Timothy were messaging back and forth on Facebook Messenger. Jay would then head over to Timothy's place. At 6.04 a.m., Jay messaged Timothy that he was at his front door and to open up. Jay's digital footprint would end there. Timothy would say he didn't know where Jay went after that. But some suspicious evidence would come to light very early in the investigation. But everyone is still looking for Jay. No matter what happened, his family wants him brought home. And a community has been left reeling from losing one of their most beloved members. Where is Jimmy J. Lee? Uh, 
son, he was currently working on an effort to provide infant formula for children that did not have it available to, you know, them. Uh, I can remember my, my son uh, coming to this college, uh, you know, being willing to, to face the unknown without a problem. Uh, I'm so proud of him for that. I uh, want everyone to know that whether you're black, white, green, polka dot, it doesn't matter who you are, he's there to help if you solve the need. I'm asking that if anyone knows anything or sees anything, say something. Call, contact the law enforcement. Just tell them what you know. This is my plea that you help find my child. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast. The case of Jay Lee is so disheartening because as you learn more and more about him, and you hear from so many people who love him, you realize what a light he is in this world. And this case also has some sort of resolution to it, but not completely. At the end of the day, Jay is still missing, and we aren't exactly sure what even happened on that fateful morning in July. Before we dive in, a big, big welcome to our newest Patreon members, Bailey G and Curtis. Thank you so, so much for supporting our show. I've had a bunch of case suggestions coming through lately, and we'll be working to get them all scheduled. It has really brought to my attention several cases I had never heard of before. Some definitely have more information than others out there, but I hope to have them all calendared soon and share their stories. If you have a case suggestion, you can shoot it over to me via social media anytime or email me at canwefindthem at gmail.com. Links are always in the show notes as well. A lot of this case research I found is focused on the potential suspect here, not Jay Lee. So it's easy to focus on the person of interest. There's just that much more information out there. But I want to start with who Jay Lee is, and then we can circle back around to Jay Lee again at the end and all of the movements that Jay Lee has sparked. Jay Lee is the victim here, and I always hate it when the perps get more attention than the victims. Jay Lee had graduated from Forest Hills High School and was excited to study social work while in college. He wanted to help others, and this was apparent in almost every aspect of his life while he was attending Ole Miss, the University of Mississippi. Jay was originally from Jackson, Mississippi, and he stayed in his home state to attend college at Ole Miss in Oxford, Mississippi. He had recently finished up the year at University of Mississippi that July of 2022. In fact, he had graduated on May 7th. Jay Lee graduated early with a bachelor's degree in social work, and he had graduated with honors. Jay Lee's plan was to continue with his education and obtain his master's degree. 
But Jay wasn't just super smart. He was also very beloved and well-known on campus by everyone. He was a proud member of the LGBTQ community, and he was a mentor to those with less confidence. Many people have spoken up to talk about how Jay was able to give them the confidence or the boost that they needed to be who they are. Jay was also very active in fundraisers on campus, including one he was planning to work at the last day he was seen, which was a local drive for baby food and baby formula for young mothers and those children in need. This was during the baby food, baby formula shortage that many areas in the U.S. were experiencing. Jay Lee was very musically inclined as well. He loved to sing, and we know he loved to perform on stage. His favorite artists were Ariana Grande, Rihanna, and Beyonce. Jay Lee's love was his dog, Lexi, who he often took everywhere with him. In July of 2022, Jay Lee was allegedly talking to or seeing a young man by the name of Sheldon Timothy Harrington Jr., who everybody called Timothy. Much about their relationship status at the time of his disappearance isn't really publicly known, but Timothy had also graduated from Ole Miss with a bachelor's degree in business administration. And that July of 2022 would go on to change the trajectory of both Jay Lee and Timothy's life. The Disappearance In the very early morning hours of Friday, July 8th, 2022, Jay Lee and Timothy were messaging back and forth on Facebook Messenger. Much of the specific details of those messages haven't been released, so we don't know. Were they arguing? Were they getting along? What were they talking about? But whatever was going on would cause Jay Lee to leave his home in his robe at Campus Walk Apartments that morning and drive over to Timothy's apartment at Lafayette Place at six o'clock in the morning. The two apartment buildings were less than a mile from each other. At 6.04 a.m., Jay messaged Timothy that he was at his front door and asked him to open up. From there, we know nothing. There were no more messages, no more communication at all from Jay. And Timothy's actions the next couple of days were becoming very suspect, although Timothy still claims to have no idea what happened to Jay or where he went from his apartment that morning. So immediately that day, Jay was instantly missed by his friends. He is the type of person that is noticed when he enters a room that everyone expects to see and hear, someone whose absence is well felt when he's not there. And when friends and family tried to track him down and were unsuccessful, everyone grew panicked. This wasn't like Jay Lee. And to make matters worse, that day was his mother's birthday. He had sent her a very early happy birthday message, but his mother expected to hear from him later in the day. And when he didn't call, everyone started to desperately track Jay Lee down. Something was very, very wrong. And Jay Lee was soon reported as missing. The Search 
No one knew quite where to begin. And with Timothy claiming he didn't know where Jay was, the search for Jay Lee began slowly. Until a day later, when Jay Lee's car was found at another apartment complex, very close to Timothy's apartment complex. A warrant would be issued for cell phone records for Jay Lee, and authorities would then learn that Timothy was the last person that had been in touch with Jay, possibly the last one to have even seen Jay. But Timothy continued to deny it. Shortly after, a search warrant would also be executed for Timothy's place and his parents' home, and some disturbing facts would be learned. First, and maybe the most damning, a video was discovered that showed Timothy taking a shovel and wheelbarrow from his parents' house. Then, it was learned that he had borrowed a box truck from his place of employment. And this is what he was driving that day at his parents' house while loading up a wheelbarrow and shovel. Later, law enforcement would find surveillance footage of Timothy from that morning that Jay went missing. It was specifically 6.41 a.m. This footage was found at a Walmart less than a mile from Timothy's apartment, and Timothy was seen purchasing, of all things, duct tape. Duct tape at 6.41 in the morning, just 35 minutes from when Jay had appeared at his door. So pretty early on, Timothy became a prime person of interest. In addition to the evidence they had already uncovered on Timothy, they also learned that he made some troubling Google searches. Investigators found Google searches for how long it takes to strangle someone. Those searches were conducted minutes after Jay Lee told Timothy that he was on his way to his apartment. Timothy would be arrested two weeks after Jay disappeared and was charged with his murder. He fought to be released and eventually even filed a lawsuit against the county for holding him without any evidence. To complicate matters, some claim there was a conflict of interest going on within the sheriff department. While Timothy was incarcerated and fighting, fighting hard to at least get bail or bond, Many people wrote letters of recommendation in Timothy's favor. In fact, there were a total of 69 letters written, which included one from the sheriff himself, who is said to be a friend of the family. Here is a part of that letter that the sheriff wrote, speaking not just about Timothy, but his family as well. Quote, They have been pillars in our community and in the church. Sheldon and Tina Harrington are members of various organizations that have helped and changed so many people's lives. I have also known Sheldon Timothy Harrington Jr. since he was a small child, never had any problems with him. End quote. Everyone was pointing out that Timothy had no criminal record, has been an upstanding citizen without even so much as a speeding ticket, and he deserves a fair bail. So initially, bail was denied, in part because evidence was presented that showed Timothy was planning on moving to Dallas, Texas, and he had been researching flights to Singapore. But Timothy and his family and his attorneys kept up the fight. And on December 1st, 2022, the judge did grant him a $250,000 bond with the stipulation that he relinquish his passport and he wear an ankle monitor. It is interesting that he was held for almost five months 
with no bond. And then he suddenly was granted bail. On March 29th, 2023, Timothy was officially indicted on capital murder charges and could face the death penalty if he goes to trial. Oxford, Mississippi. Oxford, Mississippi is home to Ole Miss, the University of Mississippi. Jay was a student there, as was Timothy. Oxford has a population of just over 25,000 permanent residents. It is a three-hour drive north of Jackson, Mississippi, where Jay Lee was from, and it's about an hour south of Memphis, Tennessee. Near Oxford, you will find two large bodies of water, Sardis Lake and Enid Lake. Sardis Lake is the state's largest man-made lake and is a very popular recreation spot. Sardis Lake covers over 98,000 acres. People flock to Sardis Lake to go swimming, for the beaches, for the fishing, and the camping. Enid Lake is also nearby and quite a large lake itself. Enid is also known for fishing and camping, but it's also well known for its 17,000 acres of managed forest land that is utilized primarily for hunting. Holly Springs National Forest is adjacent to Oxford, Mississippi, and this protected forest land consists of over 155,000 acres and has many, many small lakes sprinkled throughout. All of these areas are a quick drive from Oxford, Mississippi. We know that Jay went to Timothy's apartment that morning. We know that the apartment was located in Lafayette Place Apartments. And then within 35 minutes of Jay Lee messaging Timothy to open his door, Timothy is seen at a local Walmart alone and purchasing duct tape. I do wonder how many people go to Walmart at 640 in the morning to purchase duct tape. Then we know Timothy went to his parents' house at some point with a borrowed truck from his work to pick up a shovel and wheelbarrow. Timothy then went, where? Where did he go from there? If he had a shovel, and he did indeed do something to Jay Lee, where is he? To say Jay was a local celebrity amongst the college scene and the LGBTQ scene at Ole Miss would be an understatement. Moth, a popular entertainer from Memphis, said this about Jay Lee. Quote, to me, Jay Lee is, is a historical figure. Here was this interesting, plugged in, brave, mold-breaking young man who through the click of his high heels changed his school and was so tapped in and involved with the people around him. He deserved a lot more than this. He was going to do even bigger, more amazing things. I'm going to continue his work and I'm going to continue telling his story. Because Jay Lee's story is not a rare story. It's sad, but it's the truth. End quote. You know, I'm always thinking about it, but sometimes where, you know, you, you feel like you're falling apart just thinking about it. he's not here. Wanting myself, you know, I, I do. You just want him back, you know, and 
pray that God will fulfill that through whatever means necessary in my life. He is a very sweet individual. He was always outgoing, and the reason we're doing this tonight is because if it was any one of us, he would be here right now. The main belief in this story is that Timothy is responsible for Jaylee's disappearance, but Timothy continues to deny that that is the case. Jaylee left his apartment at six o'clock in the morning and was at Timothy's door a few minutes later. Jaylee hasn't been seen or heard from since. If Timothy is responsible, where is Jaylee? Where did Timothy take him? Did he travel outside of the area? Or do we even have more information on his movements that day? Or do you believe Timothy is not responsible and something else may have happened to Jaylee? Was law enforcement too focused on Timothy and not looking for additional evidence? But you do have to admit the evidence they have against Timothy does seem pretty damning. More information will be coming out as soon as this case goes to trial. Jaylee is described as a black male, five foot seven inches tall, and weighing around 120 pounds when he was last seen in July of 2022. Jaylee was 20 years old then and would today be 21. If you have any information at all about Jaylee, please contact the Oxford Police Department at 662-232-2400 or the University of Mississippi Police Department at 662-915-7234, or Crime Stoppers at 662-234-8477. Jaylee's family and friends have stepped up to continue to fight for justice for Jaylee. You can follow their Instagram page at Justice for Jaylee and use the hashtag as well to help spread awareness on Jaylee's story. They have never stopped fighting for Jaylee, and I know we will continue to see them fight until justice is served. Thank you so much for listening to Jaylee's story today. I know most of our stories are much more open-ended than this one, but Jay's story still needs told and justice still needs served. And remember, Jaylee is still considered missing. He has not been brought home yet. Please remember to give us a follow over on the socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can also reach me anytime with case suggestions or feedback at canwefindthem at gmail.com. If you are interested in supporting our show, please subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app of choice and leave us a five-star review. This really helps these episodes get more exposure. You can also join us over on Patreon to support additionally. Those funds help us make donations to the families of the missing or to the charities that we partner with. And if you have a charity you want to suggest to us, please send that my way as well. Thank you again for tuning in to Jay Lee's story today. A life that has disappeared way too young. A young man that had just graduated and had his whole life ahead of him a young man who impacted so many people just in his short 20 years. 
We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing persons case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.